Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you are listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. The show is brought to you by Pariah Pickups, handcrafting awesome guitar pickups all the way down to Detroit Rock City. Check them out, pariahpickups.com. And to support the No Sleep Till Sudbury show on Patreon, folks, visit patreon.com slash Brent Jensen Music. Super easy. All right, this week I am joined by none other than Mr. Zero guitarist of the kings you might know them best for their mega hit this beat goes on switching to glide but there's a new king's record in the works and lots of other stuff going on in the king's camp lately too have a listen zero welcome to the show man welcome back i should say yeah brent thanks for having me on again it's uh was a lot of fun the other time and uh you know there's been some water under the bridge it was those were back in the before times and now we're in the present times that's right that's right unfortunately we have to do this one over the phone the last one we did was in person that was nice in a studio setup and uh well you'll be back to it i know you will so we'll get back to it as well definitely yeah i'll have you back in we'll definitely do that you my friend have been a very busy man lately there are projects in the works the kings are currently celebrating some incredible milestones at the moment so let's start with that you are in your 40th anniversary of the release of the first record that came out in august 1980 and beat was inducted into the canadian songwriters hall of fame that's right our single uh, this beat goes on switching to glide we're very proud of that and uh this sort of came out of left field it was something that we certainly weren't expecting. And I got this uh, email one day and it was like, wow, really? Um, because there's, you know, some things that, that are not in there. Let's put it that way. And uh, some other artists with songs that are, you know, more, more successful and charted higher than us. I think that it does deserve to be in there because it's actually a very creative, well-executed piece of music. And so we're very gratified and very happy to, to receive that. And we had a fun time when they gave us the presentation. We got to go play it at the newly renovated El Macombo. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we, they sort of tie it in with one of the, uh, I think, CTV morning shows. And so they were able to uh, coordinate the broadcast with, with our performing it at the Elmo. And it was such a treat to, to be in that place again. Of course, we played there many, many times back in the day, um, upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. I mean, the job that Michael uh, Weckerly has done there is, I mean, no expense was spared because he's got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he did a great job with it. I've talked to a couple of people about that. Yeah. And the whole place is wired for sound and video, too. Upstairs, then there's another you know, uh, room. To, to, to downstairs is back, and it's, it's bigger and better than ever with a bigger stage and everything. And, and the whole place is, was, can be made into a video studio and audio and everything. That's awesome. You know, and the guy goes and spends, I don't know, 20 million bucks or whatever, and then COVID hits, and he can't even, uh, I know. He can't even open it up. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure that when, when the time comes, it'll be a very worthwhile uh, addition to the, to the live music scene in Toronto. And, you know, God knows how many of them are going to be shuttered forever because of, of the way things have gone in the last year. So, mm. uh, fortunately, his, his, you know, deep pockets will be able to keep it floating. And uh, we all look forward to that day. I do for sure. So you are deserved of uh, some extra congratulation here. So that Beat Goes On, Switching to Glide single, also has now achieved gold status 
and the record the kings are here has reached the platinum sales mark recently yeah well that happened uh you know as a result of i'm pretty sure that it's been eligible for a really long time <laughs> you know but there's just been kind of a confusing situation with us and warner canada and again it was sort of part of the same 40th anniversary year of of the release of that stuff and mm -hmm. i just thought one day you know well i know that we got to be eligible for this and we did get some gold records for the album back in the, i think it was qualified in 82 or something but i just wondered about it it had to have passed the other platinum mark by now and so i got hold of them and it took a couple months for them to sort of track it all down and at least, uh, you know, they've been nice enough to pay for those awards, you know, the kind you hang on the wall, the gold record awards. So mm. Warner is paying for ours and uh, so the four guys in the band get it and uh, our producer, Bob Ezrin. So and Bob was uh, when I got hold of him and told him about it, he was thrilled. I don't know if you know how many gold records Bob Ezrin has. Oh, but, I can imagine. You know, I mean, he's he doesn't even display them at his studio in, in Nashville. I mean, he might have one or two on the wall, but, you know, he's got hundreds probably of them. And from all over the world, mm -hmm. you know, Pink Floyd. I mean, how many countries did that go platinum in or whatever? You know, I mean, not to mention Kiss and Alice Peter Cooper. Gabriel and uh, Alice Cooper, <laughs> you know. So that that's a lot of fun, too, is that we can you know, all get a kick out of, of reaching that milestone. And, you know, again, it'll be something else that's nice to hang on our walls as well to totally. go along with the uh, Canadian Songwriter Hall of Fame award that we got. And we also got a SOCAN Classic Award wow. a few years ago, which passes 100,000 plays on Canadian radio and that. So, you know, there are some nice little milestones, like you say, that, you know, that, that, that go along with some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Nobody's driving a Ferrari over here, but uh, <laughs> but even if you know I could, I don't think I would. There you go. You know. So anyway, so yeah, there's been some nice things happening with some recognition, and I just noticed that um, the video that we made for this beat goes on and switching the glide it just passed four and a half million plays. I guess this wow. week. Wow. So that's kind of neat too, and. You know, it's sort of got a life of its own, and we're very happy that we were able to make this this video because, you know, 40 years ago when this thing came out, it was before, you know, rock videos were really a thing. Of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there was a few bands that made them, but there was before MTV and before Much Music and all that, and so we never really had one. And then I guess sometime in the mid between 2005, 2010, somewhere in there, I started working on on, on our documentary about our band called uh, The Anatomy of a One Hit Wonder. The first thing up was to to make a video for for this beat and switching to glide. You had an idea to try to incorporate live footage and sync it all together to the studio version of it. And we went into every box and every attic and everywhere else to try to find old videotapes and you know all the different formats of video from Betamax to Beta SP, VHS to 16 millimeter film, 8 millimeter film, every kind of format you can think of and then have it all transferred and then try to find little bits and so it took uh over 140 hours to edit a five and a half minute video Oof. and so it was you know quite a labor of love but and we're so happy with it then people love it so much i'm happy that we didn't make a video back in the day because if you look at any videos from the early 80s they're all pretty lousy <laughs> <laughs> you know the technology just wasn't very good back then mm -hmm. and 
you know, and, and the, the concepts, not to mention the clothing and the hairstyles. So we're, we're lucky in that way. This thing will stand up forever and it shows us, you know, as we want to be shown, uh, which is on stage playing live. Comments on it are just incredible how much people love it. And so, we're, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it makes us very happy to see that. And we try to answer every comment on Facebook and every comment on YouTube and everything because, you know, it's nice to just try to stay in touch with the people that like the band. So we're happy yeah. to do it. I'm glad you guys do that. I've seen the video. I think it's great. I, I think you did a great job with it. Yeah. At this point, it's sort of all about trying to do good work. You know what I mean? Who knows what the future will bring or whatever the legacy or whatever might be. But if we just try, try to keep doing our best and writing and recording and hopefully sometimes making these videos, just trying to do a good job with it. And then they'll stand on its own, on their own, you know. And so yeah. that's, that's another good thing, you know. Well, that's a good segue into your latest project. So you have got a new single from... You know, I, th I think it's going to be an upcoming record eventually. And it's, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a dance mashup video for the new single, I Know So. It's great. I've seen that one too. It's perfectly synchronized clips of very cool classic dance footage. Some of it you've seen before, some of it you haven't. There's performance by Count Basie. There's Buddy Rich and Margaret is on there. You know, you had messaged me and said, uh, have a look at this. It's going to put a smile on your face. And you're right. It did. I, I loved it. <laughs> well, that's good. Another one that's had a lot of super positive uh, reactions as well. And, you know, you can look at the metrics or the analytics when you post a video uh, on YouTube and that particularly interesting one is the gender because, you know, we're a sort of rock band and that. And so a lot of the time our female our male to female ratio was like 80, 20, mm -hmm. you know, male to, to, to women. And then uh, on this one, and it might be because the freeze frame, the, the thing you see when you pull it up on YouTube, mm -hmm. is a picture of a pretty girl. That might have something to do with it. And she's uh, a dancer in a Busby Berkeley uh, movie that we that, that I found when I was looking for all this stuff. And and so we're getting, you know, 70% women and 30% men on that song now. Oh. And it's like, wow. never happened before. So it's kind <laughs> of a, a neat uh, introduction for some new people to get into the band and and go deeper you know as well because we always try to encourage them you know the same with switching the glide you know we got more than one good song you know so why don't you check out some of our other stuff right? yeah so anyway so it's been it's been a lot of fun and that one just it's doing pretty well had over eleven thousand views now i guess approaching good. 12 them so it's you know and and people again they say the nicest things you know, how can you feel bad about it when people just tell you how much they love you every day? You know, it's it's a good thing. From all over the place. From all over, yeah. You know, even the stuff that we sell, I mean, we don't sell a lot of stuff, but it's, you know, sometimes you go, well, where, okay, I'm sending a t-shirt to this, where is that? And you look in the, on the map and you go, that is in the middle of nowhere, you know, and you go, <laughs> how the hell did they ever hear about us? You know? Yeah. It, it's just, It's amazing. You know, I don't know if you know what Lake Superior looks like. It looks kind of like a like a dog's mouth, kind of like a yeah. dog with a that little peninsula that sort of forms the dog's mouth. You know, that's in the middle of nowhere, okay? Mm -hmm. But there's a, there's a little town on that thing, and there's a guy there wearing a King's T-shirt. <laughs> Perfect. God bless that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe he's listening today. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 
So if he is, he is going to hear three songs that are completely unique. So now you and I talked about these three songs and, and you did something completely different here. So you said to me, you wanted to go where no guest has gone before. And I think that over 200 plus episodes, you've pretty much done that. So the concept that you selected is opera singers singing more mainstream songs that were huge hits. Yeah. Right. So there's three of them here. And the first one is Celine Dion and Andrea Bocelli, The Prayer. Yeah. Well, that one is um, like, I think that sometimes, you know, it's had a couple bevies or something around midnight and you turn on the computer and you go to YouTube. (laughs) Sometimes you just don't want to, you know, rock out, so to speak, I guess. Here's some great singing and some really great songwriting. And, you know, that was with David Foster and Carol Bayer Sager wrote it. But I think of the, uh, the original uh, Italian version or whatever came from uh, Alberto Testa and Tony Rena. Hmm. And they co-wrote Quando, 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 which is another. <laughs> Tell me Quando, Quando, Quando. You know, that was their other big song. And so I guess they wrote this thing. And then the uh, Foster and Carol Bayer Sager, you know, rewrote the lyrics. It's just a beautiful, beautiful song. And, uh, you know, Celine, she's such a great singer. You know, the thing about Celine Dion, I think, is that, you know, I thought that she was, you know, square kind of, you know, and I thought, well, I'm a rocker. You know, Celine Dion's Vegas and square and everything like that. And then, you know, one day I was in a gas station. I was in and pumped my gas and I went in to pay for the for the gas. And, you know, the girl at the cash register had her radio you know her little her phone on and she was listening to celine dion and i thought well who's the square here (laughs) i think it's me because you know this young girl is listening to celine dion and you know she's enjoying it a lot and i'm thinking well why isn't she listening to the kings (laughs) be nice if she was listening to the king too but uh i just kind of switched gears on that one you know i just thought well and then, you know, I mean, she's just such a great singer and holds her own with anybody. She's obviously a worldwide superstar. And so, and this thing, the song is so beautiful, you know, it's with orchestra, you know, and of course, Andrea Bocelli is just, uh, you know, what a guy, you know, mm. he's a class, class, classy guy. And mm. this is real music and real singing, you know, it's not just cock rock, you know? Yep. And uh, so that's, that's what I enjoy about it. And that's what I enjoy about all three of these pieces that the music that i that i pick for this is because you know it's an escape from that kind of thing you know and i find it very uh, you know uplifting and and of course i mean you know this is no secret this is this giant hit gigantic audience that loves this music i mean that thing has what 133 million plays or something on it so it's wonderful it's a wonderful thing yeah well, your your next one here also features uh, Andrea Bocelli, and it's with Sarah Brightman. It's time to say goodbye. Right, and it's it's in the same kind of vein. In that, I mean, Bocelli. I mean, you can't go wrong with this guy. You mm-hmm. know, he's he's unbelievable. And Bob, actually, Bob Ezrin produced his latest album. <laughs> oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, it came out last year, and and it went number one in England and you know a few countries in Europe and all that. And I sent him a little thing saying, hey, nice to be back in number one. He said, it sure is, you know. So, yeah. you know, and I think that that took a couple of years to make with, you know, traveling all over the world to work with Andrea and that. But, of course, Bob's classically trained and everything. And so he can do that, no problem. But um, mm-hmm. 
And of course, Sarah Brightman is just this inc- another incredible, maybe a little more formally trained than Celine Dion, but I'm, you know, but just a voice of an angel as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And and these songs are just it's just uh, another way of looking at music. I think it's not necessarily you know better or worse or anything else. You know, it's just different, and it's it's something that I enjoy at a certain point. And you know, I still like rocking out a lot of the time, but sometimes these things really appeal to me and i think that for the mainstream you know with some different language stuff going on in there and it's the same with the next song coming up but i mean they're singing in a different language and uh they sound more beautiful than maybe a a direct translation might might go if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah the tone and the enunciation of these of the different dialects it's uh i find it really uh, inspiring and and of course, you know, the melodies and the singing and the harmonies that they use with these orchestras, it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's, a, it's just fantastic. Yeah. I really uh, keyed into what you said there about later on at night after a couple of beverages, you know, you go looking for this stuff. Every Friday night, most every Friday night, what I'll do, you know, probably around 11 or 12 after everybody's in bed is I will set up, you know, and listen to stuff that I wouldn't normally listen to, like, you know, the rock stuff or whatever. I listen to Steely Dan records or police records or something different. But that time of night, I think you're just kind of more dialed in and your mind is more receptive to the sonics and, and the emotions that kind of come along with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, YouTube is, you know, as much as it is sort of the biggest ripoff to artists i mean you gotta love it i mean if you want something it's on there and you know you can go deep into sinatra or Mm -hmm. which i do sometimes or whoever you know or obscure stuff live all your favorite bands with live footage on there uh, including the kings we have lots of you know live videos on there you know around midnight you know it's it's just a fun thing to do uh, like you say on a friday night it's and you can just be stuck on that thing for hours at a time oh yeah deeper and deeper, you know it's fun definitely your third tune my friend is Pavarotti, carreras and domingo and it's this is a song and and you know what when i saw this i realized that way back on episode 54 somebody else brought this in a guy named ron tight nasun dorma Yep. That's yeah. Dharma. Yeah. And it's uh from a Puccini opera, mm-hmm. uh Turando. And it's one of those ones again that I think that of he's singing in, you know, Italian, I guess. And so you go, Boy, I'm glad he's not singing that in English. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would have no charm. It would have no uh the emotion and the uh the meaning is sort of it just doesn't seem to be there. Yeah. And and every singer who thinks he's a singer has tried to sing that song. Tons of versions. Freddie Mercury, you know, was on there trying it. And, you know, a lot of people have tried it. And there's numerous videos up there with just Pavarotti singing it. But this one, the link that I gave for this, some of the three tenors. And and it's sort of near the end of the show. And might even be the end of the show because it's such a giant hit for people in the opera world. Luciano Pavarotti sings the first part. And then Carreras and uh, Placido Domingo you know, sing the other parts as it goes along. You can see them, they're kind of kibitzing and having fun with it and, you know, trying to, like, I think it's kind of staged, but it, it is fun to watch. They go, because who's going next? You or me? Are you going, you going next? Me or you? And then, so they get that together and then at the end they all sing together. But for me, it was like, you know, okay, the three tenors, I mean, they're the three the big names to come out of the last, you know, 40 or 50 years, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, and you can see, that they're all great, but I think that this demonstrates that 
you know, Pavarotti was the man. <laughs> <laughs> like the other guys are great. They are really great. But when you hear Luciano Pavarotti singing, you just go, boy, he, no wonder he was the star of, yeah. you know, the biggest of the big in that world, you know, because he can really, and the tone of his voice and his, everything about it is just incredible. And that song is just so beautiful. And it's, it's, it's only three minutes long, but the more you listen to it and you realize, and it goes in this quiet bit in the, in the middle, which is really because they're singing and then it just goes in instrumental part. And then it comes back with these incredible, you know, hooks, you know, I mean, it's a hooky song mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of thing translates to, to all, all music, you know, it's their hook, there's hooks in everything. That's and right. uh, that's what people, pick up on you know that's why all the great music from all, all the different times have things that are memorable and those you know for lack of a better word are hooks <laughs> yeah know? yeah from beethoven on on down and i just thought that these three songs they're really just beautiful and and like i say instead of just your average you know rock and roll and look at uh, nobody likes the beatles and all this stuff more led zeppelin and the stones and everything more than me but i think uh, I, I think it's awesome music and so i thought it'd be, be fun to share it with you and your and your audience so thanks for having me thanks for letting me do it oh gee I, i'm glad that you did i you know when we were talking about you wanting to do something different i i didn't imagine that you were going to do this but i think it's great it was a it was a great idea and i would actually invite people to listen to the stuff and you know put everything else aside for a little while and just you know let the stuff play it'll open your mind up well it really will and just it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. you know our kind of rock and roll and all this stuff you know it does it's a lot of things and pushes a lot of buttons but i don't know if it's ever you know beautiful and uh <laughs> beautiful in a different way <laughs> yeah but i mean this this is just beautiful music and sung by the greatest singers you can imagine that's and, right and and i highly recommend them for those friday nights you know and when you're digging deep <laughs> yeah it's true and and i'll do that tomorrow night again i set up the furniture so that the chair is you know lined up with all the speakers in the room and i turn it up and i pour myself a drink and and that's it and it's it's a glorious time yeah it really is you know until the time we can go sit in a bar and listen to a loud rock band at midnight on a friday i guess exactly. that's gonna be that's gonna be what we're doing yeah. you know it's an acceptable substitute yeah it is you know highly recommended that people at least check it out Compared to a lot of what's going on, I think that uh, this is music for the soul, you know, and it's it's very gratifying. Yeah, agree. I'm glad you did it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate this. It was great to talk to you again. Well, Brent, let's do it again when we can get in person or let's just go have a cocktail sometime downtown. We definitely will. And when, when you guys get back out there and get some gigs, I'm going to come see you. But uh, you and I are definitely having a drink at some point. All right. That sounds great. All right. Thanks for your time again, Brent. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I will be in touch. Take good care, my friend. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. All right, this has been No Sleep Till Sudbury with Brent Jensen and my very special guest, Zero from the Kings. Till next time, folks. Take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Sudbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.